Welcome to The Ron Show for Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. I am your host, Ron Roberts, on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. So we're at the doorstep of this historic cold snap that's coming through Georgia, where even folks in Florida are going to be bracing for temps below freezing in the northern part. Here, we could be seeing single-digit lows. So uh, hopefully you are uh, in a good place with uh, insulation and good heat, plenty of blankets, maybe some uh, fuzzy critters to lay on your lap. I know that always helps around my house. And uh, plenty of food and will be hopefully off the streets tomorrow. I was uh, talking with uh, my lady friend Gail, who lives in Griffin, and uh, her family's supposed to get together tomorrow for lunch, and she's a little concerned about even getting out because we're going to have the rain this afternoon or evening possible, and then the freezing temps will follow, which could lead to some icy roads. Uh, yesterday, Governor Kemp declaring a state of emergency, the Georgia uh, Department of Transportation uh, working to brine overpasses and major thoroughfares to make sure that that black ice doesn't take root. So uh, I would say whatever you need to do tomorrow, give yourself plenty of time to do it. Don't be in a hurry and be mindful of the streets and the overpasses that you're driving on. Admittedly, like many, I am loathe of the paywall. I cannot stand when... A good piece of journalism crosses my path, and I don't get to read it because I'm not subscribed to 15,000 publications <laughs> that uh, cross our lexicon all the time, whether it's uh, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I finally, finally bent the knee and paid for that subscription, and I've gotten to know a lot of the folks who cover politics uh, at the local and state level. I appreciate being able to contribute to uh, their work and their salary, of course, as well. Uh, the advertising revenue apparently doesn't do enough, and that's fine. We used to pay, what, 25 or 50 cents for a daily AJC, and now for a lot of us, it, it hits us organically via social media. Uh, another publication that I do not pay a, uh, a subscription fee for is the Washington Post. I do, however, get like a daily email from the Post that lets me know some of the stories they're covering. And every once in a while... Something will hit my radar that I'll want to read, and I'll click it, and every once in a while, I can actually read the entire article. Today, is this thievery? Did I steal? Am I like admitting to stealing? Today, there was an article that caught my attention. I clicked it. The whole thing opened. No paywall. Hey, great. I got to read the entire thing, and I'm glad I did. Uh, and we're going to discuss a little bit about this article today. In fact, I printed out the article and scanned it and sent it to my ex-sister-in-law, and also to some uh, Democrats in the Georgia 14th Congressional District. Here's why. I'm going to give you the headline. In rural Georgia, an unlikely rebel against Trumpism. And I'm looking at the picture of 33-year-old Cody Johnson, who looks like the epitome of the Northwest Georgia mountain guy. He is white. His hair's kind of longish, like, you know, down around the ears. He's got a big fuzzy beard. He looks a lot like one of my nephews on my ex-husband's side of the family. He looks like Drew. He's, you know, kind of a uh, you know, broad-shouldered fella, got a got a bit of the, the 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 gut growth there. He's, you know, slightly overweight, I would say. Uh he uh is not college educated. He did join the military and served in the military for a good bit and uh got a union electrician job, works with his hands. I mean, this guy just to look at him, you would say, oh, 
This guy's obviously a Trump voter. And I think that's the reason why uh, Stephanie McGrumman, the reporter who wrote this piece, uh, focused on him. So this article, the subheadline reads, why didn't the Republican red wave materialize in the midterms? The life of Cody Johnson offers one answer. This story's uh, sort of biographical. It tells you a lot about Cody and his upbringing and resonates on some level with a lot of folks that you and I probably all know. We know people a lot like Cody or people a lot like uh, the folks that Cody has interacted with as the reporter followed Cody to write this piece, whether it's the clerk in Fairmount at the Sitgo station uh, or the folks, uh, the reporter overhears at a diner. Uh, in one of the small communities that Cody frequented or traversed to uh, show his his roots. Let me give you a taste of the introduction here. Uh, as he pulled into the parking lot of Beulah Land Baptist Church on Election Day last month, I think that's the one in Rockmart, Georgia, by the way. Uh, there are several Beulah Land Baptist churches, by the way. Anyway, as he uh, pulled into the parking lot of Beulah Land Baptist Church on Election Day last month, nearly everything about Cody Johnson suggested he would vote a certain way. He was white. He was 33. He was an electrician with no college degree. He had a beard and a used pickup with 151,000 miles, and he was angry at what the country was becoming. Most of all, he was from Northwest Georgia, a swath of rural America where people who looked like him and voted in large majorities to send Donald Trump to the White House and Marjorie Taylor Greene to Congress, many of them swept up in the emotional appeal at the heart of the Trump movement which Green now deployed in her own rallies. Understand that while I'm not going to read this entire article to you, uh, I am going to uh, continue just a little bit further here. Uh, Quoting Green, They hate you, she would say, casting politicians as elitist, conspirators, communists, pedophiles, and enemies of America, by which she always meant a certain kind of America, one that created the kind of person Johnson was expected to be. Now he took a last inhale on his vape, walked into the polling place, and voted against all of that. He voted against Green, whom he called an embarrassment. He voted against the Trump-backed U.S. Senate candidate, Herschel Walker, because he didn't want, quote, some stupid shit to happen. He voted against every single Republican on the ballot for the same reason he supported Joe Biden in 2020, which had been the first time he voted in his life. I don't want extremists in office, he said, walking back to his truck. And I have some small glimmer of hope that maybe things aren't as screwed up as I think they are. The reporter continues, All across the country, a similar uprising was underway as an unexpected tide of people showed up for midterm elections, turning what was supposed to be a rout for the Republican Party into a repudiation of Trumpism. In Arizona, voters rejected candidates who embraced white nationalist ideas and conspiracy theories about election fraud. In Pennsylvania, They rejected a candidate who said America is a Christian nation. Similar results had rolled in from New Mexico, Nevada, Virginia, and other states, including Georgia, where Walker would lose in a runoff earlier this month. Green saw her winning margin from 2020 slip by 10 percentage points, and one reason was Cody Johnson. This next part is pretty important, and I think should be a clarion call to Democrats at the county, the state, the federal level. How Johnson became an unlikely part of an emerging voter revolt against Trumpism is not so much the story of some political strategy or even the policies of the National Democratic Party, which has long been accused of ignoring places such as Northwest Georgia. Rather, it is the story of a thousand life experiences that add up to a certain kind of American character, one that can arise 
from the very landscape where the Trump movement took root. Again, the writer's name is Stephanie McCrumman. You can follow her on Twitter, by the way. Uh, it's her last name, M-C-C-R-U-M-M-E-N, WAPO, W-A-P-O. Uh, in fact, I just retweeted the article. Hopefully, you can open it without a paywall. Uh, I, think you, I think you can. If not, if you follow the thread, there is someone who asked for the article to be gifted, and it was gifted so that you can read it yourself. What Stephanie did is so well-crafted. This article, it's, it's um, again, biographical. She rides along with Cody as he retraces his own history living in Northwest Georgia and the various communities that he did uh, in various locales, various types of dwellings even. And while following along with him, even in the convenience stores, talking to the clerks and the folks in the diner she overhears in conversation with them. She just really does a fantastic job uh, encapsulating, capturing what rural Northwest Georgia is like for a lot of us who are familiar with it. Again, my, my ex-in-laws are all from Northwest Georgia, uh, Cedartown to be exact. And Having traveled to and from Cedartown a lot, stopping to have food in like Dallas, Georgia, and Paulding County, and uh, up in Dalton on our way up to Chattanooga, maybe to stop and get gas and talking with folks. It's just incredible how well Stephanie in this piece captured the essence of what Northwest Georgia, the Marjorie Taylor Greene 14th Congressional District, is like. And I'm just stunned at the utter goodness she found in this one person. And let me also give credit to Cody's wife. Is she named here? Uh, I'll find this later. Cody's wife as well is one of the reasons that Cody is the kind of voter that he is. And this is not to get sanctimonious about a liberal voter or a non-Trump voter. You're just going to read this piece and... Come to see how Cody came to be the kind of voter he is, which just is rejecting white nationalism, uh, pure hate for the sake of hate. You'll you'll just see in this article uh, a a lot of what shaped Cody and his upbringing. You know, Hillary Clinton famously said, it takes a village, right? She wrote a book that says it it, it takes a village. And this piece encapsulates that. Going to talk a little bit more about that. Going to reach out to the uh, reporter as well. Hopefully we'll get to uh, discuss this with her at some point in time. More Ron Show after this on the American One Radio app. AmericanOneRadio.com. Your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude, did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? <gasps> Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Listen, it's no secret that the housing market is in fluctuation right now. We went through an intense seller's market for a little more than 18 months, not just in metro Atlanta, but throughout the United States and the state of Georgia, obviously. So now things are cooling off a little bit. Interest rates are going up. Buyers are a little more tentative. What does that mean for you if you are looking to still kind of cash in on the equity you've grown over the last few years and potentially selling your home? 
Well, it means that you have to hire a savvy, smart realtor, someone who knows the negotiating game and how to market your home professionally. Guess what? That's me. That's right. Not only am I the Rancho host, but I'm also a realtor with eXp Realty. Anyone with a few hundred dollars and a few weeks to get a license can list your home. It takes someone with decades of marketing experience to market your home and get it sold at top dollar. Call me. Let's discuss your options. 843-283-0078 or log on at rononthereal.com. My email address, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. I describe it for people is... My dad shot himself and the bullet hit everyone in his life. It was a week before my 30th birthday and I had this impulse to call him, but I didn't because I thought I could call him later that week. 65 Americans a day die by gun suicide. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn more at infamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council.